New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Rev Briz over here. Rev Z right here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. That means it's Friday morning here on the New Thought Media Network. And it's 7 a.m. on the Mountain Time Zone. Thank you for being with us. If you're watching on a replay, hey, feel free to, to uh, contribute and chat along with us as we go. If you're watching live, of course, we love your conversation. We love your comments. Please let us know you're with us by chatting along in the chat box. If you like what you're seeing here and what you're hearing here, please hit like, share, and subscribe. Let your friends and family know what we're doing. Uh, that way we get a little more reach and our videos go a little further around the world. Thanks for being with us. Good morning, Linda. Thank you for being here. Good to see you. One of our friends is on our network. One of our workers is here with us, too. <laughs> Could be Diego. Good morning, sir. Hey, uh, first story today is big prayers for the state of Alaska. Uh, Z, fill us in. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, there's uh, there's a, the remnants of uh, of Typhoon Murbok, M-E-R-B-O-K. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, but it's 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 on its way to the Alaskan coast today and over the weekend, and uh, they're expecting at some point maybe ninety mile an hour gusts of wind. And um, you know, they said this this been a decade since they've had anything like this. I think the last one was in uh, 2011 and it left a big swath of damage. So we're sending our prayers and, and, and uh, you know, ready to help any way we can with that community and with, with, where we're just knowing the best for them. As, as we continue to see changes in, in, in the way the weather cooperates with us or interact <laughs> with us. I, I won't say cooperate. I'll say interacts with us. Um, I mean, you know, it's basically going to be a hurricane in Alaska. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I've ever, other than the one that happened in 2011, I don't know if I ever heard of one before. I have to go yeah, and check yeah. that out. Exactly. <laughs> Good morning, Raul. Glad you're with us. Love and prayers as well. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyone that wants to say climate, the climate isn't changing, uh, is a little crazy. We saw the remnants of, uh, I, I guess it was Tropical Storm K that hit uh, Southern California, caused widespread flooding in Southern California last week. We saw the remnants of that float through Colorado here in the last couple of days. And uh, now there's a typhoon hitting Alaska. 
these are unprecedented. I, I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know that I remember one 11 years ago. If the, the news says it happened, I'll trust them. But uh, big prayers, lots of love, all kinds of uh, weather anomalies happening in the world. And we're going we're gonna to do that prayer that all this stuff kind of settles in. <laughs> instead, of, instead of continuing major chain, let, let's get into some nice, easy settling of, uh, of the weather out there. Mm -hmm. But our big story, well, those that watch this program, you know, we're not afraid to talk about politics. And this night, this story that we want to really explore today, isn't so much about the politics, even though that's where it all starts. For me, this is a human rights story. Uh, but over the last couple of days, Ron DeSantis now, we don't know exactly how all this happened, but Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, uh, put a whole bunch of migrants on a plane that was coming from Texas. Not sure how that happens either, other than, well, Texas has been trafficking humans uh, quite a bit lately as well. Uh, Ron DeSantis decided it was in the state's best interest to traffic a bunch of humans out of Florida and up to Martha's, Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts, as part of a political stunt around immigration. And I hadn't thought about it until just now. See, this does sound like human trafficking to me. I, yeah, it has that air to it, doesn't it? No pun intended that he put them on a plane and sent them yeah. <laughs> the air. Uh, you know, it, it's... It, it's and it's not just DeSantos, right? Uh, Abbott in in Texas has done it, and uh, Ducey in in uh, Arizona, I think, has done it. Yep. Um, you know, as some political, you know, DeSantos said uh, that, oh, well, we're not a sanctuary state, and so we're going to send them. You know, I, I would even buy that idea, right? I would even buy that if he'd call them and told them they were coming. Uh, a, a few days, or at least in some cases, a few hours before they got there. But he called them, they said minutes before the plane land, Florida let them know that they were on their way. Now, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And I've seen a couple articles. Many of the people say they were misled. Oh, yeah. uh, one specific gentleman said he was promised support and housing for 90 days and this and that. And, um, and he was... That guy was in San Antonio. So Texas was sending them to Florida, and then Florida was sending them to Martha's Vineyard. And I've seen stories that Florida's been sending people to Texas, and and all three of these states have been busing people north into what are considered Democratic strongholds like Washington, D.C., and Chicago, Philadelphia, New York. New York. Yeah. Um, and now flying them directly onto an island where, you know, okay, now the people of Martha's Vineyard are good people. They're stepping up and taking care of these folks and trying to figure out what to do next. But do we really need to use human lives as a political football? Because that's what these governors seem to be doing from my perspective. Yeah, yeah they're getting folks to sign a waiver, and but they're trafficking. They're, they're taking humans off the street and shipping them to places with unfounded promises and then just dumping them on the streets 
and, and given the fact that uh, English is, is, is probably not the first language for uh, quite a few of the people, to have them sign a waiver, I mean, that's, that's bogus because they may not truly understand what they're being, what they're reading and what they're signing, right? right. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's tragic, really, that, you know, you send these people up north where it's, it's starting to get cold, I would imagine, up there out there on that island. I mean, you know, weather's probably still nice, but it's starting to change. And you're sending people there who have no idea of what that looks like. And it's 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 criminal. You know, you're putting people in an environment that they're not used to. Most of them, if they're coming from Latin America or South America or, you know, um, and and I don't know. It, it uh, the Santos, you know, is pulling these ploys, and I'm I'm just hoping that he loses the governor's race because I'm I'm afraid that Joker might try to run for president. I'm afraid he I'm afraid if he loses the governor's race, he's definitely running for president. <laughs> Almost like, well, you know, all right, keep him in, keep him in, keep where we can see him, <laughs> where he doesn't have his finger on the button, but. Uh, you know, it's, it strikes me as crazy because, um, I want to read something here for everybody. And some of this may sound a little familiar. Some of it may not. Um, but this isn't very long. It's a poem that was written in 1883 by a woman named Emma Lazarus. It's called the new Colossus. Mm. And it reads not like the brazen giant of Greek fame with conquering limbs astride from land to land. Here at our sea-washed sunset gates shall stand a mighty woman with a torch whose flame is the imprisoned lightning and her name, mother of exiles. From her beacon hand glows worldwide welcome, her mild eyes command, the air-bridged harbor that twin cities frame. Keep ancient lands your storied pomp cries she with silent lips. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me, and lift my lamp beside the golden door. Now, I got a feeling that somewhere in Florida, there is a gift shop selling little miniature versions of the Statue of Liberty. And that is the poem that is that is on a plaque at the base of the Statue of Liberty. It came with the statue when it was gifted to us. As a country, we've lost sight of those words. Yeah. Or, well, some have. Yeah. And Ron DeSantis, you're in that category. Mm-hmm. And Doug Ducey in Arizona, you're in that category. And... Uh, the, I forget the guy in Florida. You're in that category. In Texas, Greg Abbott. Or Texas, yes, Greg Abbott. Thank you. Sorry, um, you've all lost that that sense that this is America. Damn it! <laughs> Our history is to let people in. Our history is to give people shelter. Our history is to give people refuge. And let's be clear: these people are refugees. And let's be clear, if we don't get our shit in order, Ron DeSantis is going to be a climate refugee before he knows it, because Florida is going to be underwater. That's another story. (laughs) 
Yes, that is. <laughs> but but you know, I think uh I I, I think you know um uh, Linda makes a good point about uh, about you know taxpayers' money. Um you know how are these people being shipped all over the place? I mean, who's paying for the tickets, whether it's on the bus or the plane? There's right. no, there's no, uh, I would imagine, uh, there's no stipulation or budget line that says ship un, 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 unwanted people in our state to other states, right? So that right. that's that money that's sending people other places is coming out of the budget that could be used for education, could be used for infrastructure improvement, could be used for health care. I mean, it could be used for a lot of other things than shipping people around the country to make a political statement uh, and 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 make employees about sanctuary states, uh, uh, which, as we just heard from the poem, that the whole country is built on a premise of being able to take people from everywhere to create a greater atmosphere, not only for the people coming, but for those that are already here, because we understand that that the diversity and the interconnection of all life creates a better and more suitable environment for everyone in it when that environment is not rigged to send people all over the place or to, to spew uh, venom in terms of who people are and what they are and what they're capable of and, and, and so forth and so on. So I mean, yeah. let's 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 take a break, people, and really begin to look at these these statements and 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 you know, yep, make a vote coming up. One of the articles I read puts the price tag at around twelve million dollars. Now, wow. I have yet to see anything that says how many people was this one plane? Was it a you know, were they flying coach? Was this a charter flight? Was it a private flight? Right? How I we don't have those details that I can find. However, I don't care how how much twelve mil, how many people twelve million dollars can go a long way to to providing people with substance to shelter a life yeah. a. a a safe harbor, a sanctuary. And, okay, yeah. you're not a sanctuary state, but we are a sanctuary country. And I think federal should take precedent over the state's rights in this one. Because recently I kind of got into uh, uh, this little, well, I fell into a hole on YouTube that is uh, reruns of the Shark Tank. If anybody watched that show or still, maybe it's still on, I don't know. But Yep, still on. I can't tell you how many of these people I've seen that walk up and they start their pitch and somewhere in the pitch, they let it be known that they're a refugee, that they came to these shores due to persecution or other or or natural disasters or other reasons, but came to this country as a refugee, not just trying to make an extra buck, not just trying to smuggle drugs across the border. And I think these border states, these governors, they get this idea that every single person trying to come into the United States is just here to smuggle drugs and or working for a cartel or whatever. And that's not the truth. The truth yeah, is these yeah. are hardworking people. These are people of the land. These are everyday people that are trying to make a better life for themselves. 
And don't we do that ourselves? Don't we pick up and move from one state, from the state we were born to another in an attempt to make a better life for ourselves, to, to, to support our family in a more uh, prosperous way? Who the heck are we to deny that of people? Well, and you know, I, 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 I was, it struck me when you said that $12 million, right? So I'm, I'm sitting here in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I don't know how many people, like you said, I don't know how many people have been shift, shifted around in relationship with that $200. However, if there are 200 families, right, I'm going I'm to go way out on a limb. If there's 200 families with twenty with twelve million dollars, that means each one of those families could have been given sixty thousand dollars to take care of some stuff, right? To get now, set up. That's <laughs> that's two thousand families. If it's two, if, I mean two two hundred families. If it's two hundred people, that's sixty thousand per person, right? And I'm 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 thinking it's probably more than two hundred, but it it may not. I mean, two hundred families may be real close. And, and as we know, that's probably not enough. That's not a necessarily enough if you have a family of four to, to, to support your whole family above the poverty line, but it definitely supports your family better than shipping you all over the place and continue to incur costs as you move people from place to place. Right. Well, 60 grand can, can get you an apartment, can get you a car, can get you settled, food in the belly, uh, heat in, in the in the apartment so that you can go out and find a job. So you can go out and, yep. and start your business. So you can go out and, and hustle your way into uh, the promise that we provide here of, in, that America has always stood for. Yep. And, and you know, another thing. It struck me when I heard that DeSantos sent people to Martha's Vineyard, and and uh, some of you may or may not know this uh, historical tidbit. Since the 1930s, probably maybe even a little before then, but definitely since the 1930s, Martha's Vineyard has been a haven for middle class and the, and the intellectuals of African Americans to go there as a summer retreat. Um, and 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 so you know it's interesting how these things correlate, right? And 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 I'm I, I'm not saying that DeSanto did that because of that, but it to me it just seems ironic <laughs> that that he would send them there. Yeah. Again, all the all of these this that's part of what points to me is this is absolutely a political stunt. It's all designed to get headlines. Um, Barack's got a got a mansion there now, and and other things. And the men, the these guys, they do no research. <laughs> it's like yeah. if you really, you know, there's other places that you could make your point. They do no research. They just it feels like they throw darts at the at a map and okay, send them there. And it's and there's a movie too, just for those who may be curious about the the, the African American presence on Martha's Vineyard. There's a movie called The Inkwell. Uh, check that movie out. It, it, it's it's a I forget when it came out, but it 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 it's centered around the uh, it's like a little love story centered around the black community in uh, Martha's Vineyard. But you know and we have to begin. I think we 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 have to begin to 
appreciate the value that people from other countries, other cultures bring to this country as we face a time of critical uh, changes that are taking place. And we need new eyes. We need new perspectives. We need new approaches to be able to address our problems and not just cast people to the side because they don't look like us. They don't talk like us. They have different cultural perspectives than us. Right. Yep, exactly. It's 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 classic. We're better elitism. It's classic separation. And, you know, and hey, Florida, vote. You got it. You got a chance to get rid of this guy soon. So let's just go with getting him out. We'll worry about whether he runs for president or not another time. Let's just get him out. (laughs) Because the truth of the matter is, it looks like there's a good chance he could be running against the former president, uh, Donald J. Trump, for the 2024 election, uh, which is another one of those weird ones. If you didn't catch it, folks, I know after so many years, it's um, it's it's uh, after so many years, it's easy to not hear his name or not pay attention to what that man is saying. Um, but he basically uh, alluded to riots in the streets again if uh, if he's uh, if he's indicted. Went on a talk show um, and uh, and really let loose on the fact that he doesn't know what kind of problems we might face if he's indicted. That people wouldn't stand for it. And it very much sounds like what we talked about about a month or so ago when Lindsey Graham pulled the same kind of stunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they have appointed the uh, Judge Raymond Deary, I think his name is, uh, to be the special master to 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 delve deeper into uh, the case of, uh, of 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 the missing documents and so forth and so on. And so it's, it's, we, we, for, for anyone who uh, wants to understand our government on the, on the under, under the underbelly of our government, we can look at these kinds of things, uh, you know, taking documents that are classified saying, Oh, I didn't know they were, Oh, I declassified them. But you, you can't do those kind of things by yourself. Uh, you know, we have people in, 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 in states as governors sending people all over the country. We look back at just some of the stuff that was done uh, to soldiers and when they were testing certain drugs and things. I mean, you could go on and on and on about things that our government has done. Now, that's not to despair the government because, uh, we know, we have a decent government. But it is the people who go in with an elitist attitude, with a superiority complex, with with these ideas that they know better than everybody else for whatever reason, and they're creating a muck and a mockery of our country. And it will, you know, it will come back to bite us if we don't correct it soon. Well, right, right. And that's you know, I, folks, we we don't say it on this program, but people say this all over the place. Guys like Trump and DeSantis and Ducey and Abbott, they're not here for democracy, folks. They want a dictatorship. They want authoritarian rule. They do not like the idea of people actually having any voice in how things are run. 
And if you can't see that, well, let's have a deeper conversation about that. Let's get together over coffee. Um, yes, Linda, um, Trump does believe he is above above the law. It is always so it is incredibly obvious that he feels and these others are following in the in suit do anything i want to do do what i do anything i want to do and then we'll figure it all we'll figure out how to how to blame the other guy for it later right yes. santa sending refugees to martha's vineyard is not his fault there's no that's not his fault he's just responding to to the mistakes that the democrats made by letting them in the, by being weak it's it's circular logic. It's separatist thinking. And, uh, and yeah, we're going to do some prayer work around it. Thank you, Gita. Uh, it is important. We pay attention, pray and take guided action. Vote, sign that petition, get out and let your voice be heard. This isn't a threat of violence, but I don't know what kind of good can happen if we stand up as a United States, as a country, as a people, and say enough of this dictatorial takeover. Yeah. This is a coup happening in real time and we're watching it happen. And and you know it 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 is now a time that no you know the sidelines is not an option to say right. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and see what happens or 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 I'm gonna I'm going to cheer you on, but I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to be on the sideline. Those days are over. You, you can pick and choose the game you want to play, so to speak. I put it in that vernacular because I didn't want to put it in the vernacular of the, the W word. Um, <laughs> uh, war, that is. I just be clear about it. Uh, but But we have to begin to get involved. We have to begin to share our voices, whether it's uh, – you know, with your neighbor, with your family members, in a city council, uh, in a committee for the for your neighborhood, we have to begin. And 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 we're not there to try to prove somebody right or prove somebody wrong. We're there to bring reason, understanding, and a universality of mankind to the forefront, so we begin to make decisions that are more in line with the environment and the world and the people that are on this planet before it takes a, a left turn or a right turn, however you want to affirm it, uh, that causes us some situations that we can't reverse. And we know right now, uh, climate, whatever, <laughs> right. is one of them right now. Yep. yep. That, that was the, the example that came to mind as you were sharing is, how's that worked for us with climate change, folks? It hasn't. We've been kicking the can down the road for 20 some odd years. We've been pretending and hemming and hawing this isn't a problem. And I'm going to tell you this authoritarian, excuse me, this, this takeover isn't going to take as long as climate change. It's happening a lot more quickly uh, and it's happening a lot more, not just quickly, but in many ways, violently across our country right now. And, and, you know, here's a sign in my mind that that a lot of people know it, right, and, and they're approaching it differently. When you hear automobile companies, right, giving up fossil fuel and giving up, you know, massive uh, factories to produce that, and most 
companies now that were primarily fossil fuel, they're saying in seven years, let's just be clear, by 2030, seven to eight years, and you know, they will have a large cadre of electrical vehicles. And some people are saying mm-hmm. they're going to be all electric in, 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 in 19, in 2030. Right. right. Some of it is money, but some of it, they know that we got to make a change. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, to some degree. Exactly. Businesses. It, it's tough to believe that Ford and Chevy are leading the way on this one, <laughs> but they are uh, yeah. right. Ford is going all EV on their truck line. Um, State of California has announced that um, all new gas-powered vehicles are uh, are need to be phased out by 2030, and they will not allow the sale of. That's going to get to be sticky. We'll cover that as we get closer, folks. That one's going to get to be really weird. Uh, it'll be a black market for gasoline-powered vehicles in California, but. Uh, but here's the important point, and we're echoing it in the chat box. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Gina. Now is the time for us to do our work. And that work begins in consciousness. It begins in our prayer work. Now, remember, when we talk about prayer around this network, we're not talking about begging and beseeching. We're not talking about some divine uh, inter- intercession by by God, by some old white guy with a beard in the sky. We're talking about the affirmation of individuals, of individuals being willing to sit in the consciousness and say, this is what we see and this is what we're creating. Not what we're tearing down, not what we're not dealing with anymore, but the affirmation of where we're going in the world and what we're creating. So, yes, if you're in a position to run for a school board or to run for an office of some sort, by all means, do it. Get involved. And if that's not your place in life right now, or that's not your your the trajectory of your life, then get thyself to praying, not begging, but praying, affirming that there is change happening and that change is happening for good, and then go out and vote. Yeah. Everybody can do something. Yes. I mean, if you if if you care. Right. If 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 you don't care, which I'm hoping everybody cares that that, you know, there there's a safe haven for them, their kids, their grandkids, their great grandkids, uh, because the 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 thing that's being said now, they're looking at by they're saying by 2050. Right. We're talking, you know, if you have a if you have a grandkid now that's eight. Right. We're talking when when they get in their 40s. Uh, there's going to be a, some serious problems for them to deal with. And, mm-hmm. and we can no longer say that, oh, these kids are smart. They'll figure it out. They got technology. Yeah, they got all that stuff. But if we create this division in mind and heart and soul that people don't come together and, so, and they're still fighting about this stuff in 2050, the potential for it to be a very dire situation are very clear. Yeah. In the midst of all of this, I'm reminded of the words of Plato. The heaviest penalty for declining to rule is to be ruled by someone inferior to yourself. That's how he wrote it in his day. 
More often, you'll hear that quote translated in today's vernacular that says to ignore politics is to be ruled by lesser men and women. Uh, and uh, I don't know, Z, I, live, you, I know you live here in Colorado. I don't know if you caught any of the clips of, uh, of uh, Michelle or uh, Lauren Boebert's uh, a debate the other night. No, I didn't. Oh, it was hilarious. Go look it up. Sounds like she was running against Nancy Pelosi because that's all she did. She every single question, she she made it all Nancy Pelosi's fault, and it was it was just a hilarity. It was a comedy of lunacy and idiocy and ignorance, and unfortunately, that woman represents a big portion of our state in the House of Representatives, and. Uh, Vote, and, vote. I, I'm, I'm thinking of moving to the third district just so I could vote against her. Let's put it that way. It's it's sad because you know when you look at these kinds of events, it it you know uh, all life now is like a reality program. People, you know, this stuff looks like reality TV a lot of times. Like yeah. you know, and it's like these are real lives. These are real resources. These are real situations that we need to be dealing with. Nancy Pelosi is thousands of miles away from Colorado. Um, what's going on? And, you know, as you say that, what strikes me is it's all ego-based. Yeah. This isn't about, for many of these folk, people, it is not about helping the people of their state. Yeah. If Ron DeSantis and and Doug and Doug Ducey and, and Abbott wanted to help the people of their states. Well, they'd invest in infrastructure. They put that $12 million into fixing their broken electrical grid. They'd put that money into things that really help the people of their state. They're just in this to see how much money they can make and how good they can look. It's all ego based. Yeah. And No matter how much these folks can deny the truth, folks, they can't stop the truth. They can pretend that what we're talking about isn't real. They can pretend that they have the high road here. But what we know is they're misusing the law. They're misusing the law of reciprocity, the law of abundance, the law of prosperity, the law of loving and giving and sharing and caring. They're misusing the universal law to for ego-based rewards and the good part is there's more of us than them so all we got to do is stand up and let our voices be heard and then follow the action of our prayer work yeah well see i think it's about time we get out of here otherwise we're going to run way over our allotted time (laughs) yes well you know, I, I I know what you're gonna ask me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a preemptive strike of my closing <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> right on. And my closing thoughts today is: everyone in the sound of my voice or in the sound of this recording, find a way to participate in the betterment of life for everyone. We're, we're not we're not uh, calling these people out because we think they're evil or any of that. We're calling out these people in situations because they don't seem to support life 
in a in a holistic way. So find a way to support life holistically and take a step. Yes. And when you do, email us. Let us know about it. Minister talk at ntmedia.org. When you decide what that is, drop us a line and let us know. And we'll and we'll give you a shout out on the next program. We'll let people know what you're doing so that your inspiration, your effort, you standing up can be the spark, can be the seed that starts even more and, and launches a whole new avenue of this movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you're doing. Let us know how you are standing up for democracy. And we'll feature that on an upcoming program. All right, Z, thank you for being with me this morning. It's good seeing you, brother. Yes, everyone, always. Everyone out there on the interwebs, thank you for being with us. We're going to say thank you to our sponsors real quick and then let you get back into the rest of your day. Stay with us today. It's a full day here on New Thought Media Network. Fridays always are. We've got our morning prayers at 8.15, morning sip at 8.30. Come back later, 10 o'clock. It is Practicing Infinite Possibilities with Lindsay Leinbach. One o'clock mountain is Just One You with Rev B out of Toronto. Uh, Later this evening, five o'clock, the good news with myself and our six o'clock fireside chat with Pastor Michael. Stay with us throughout the day. Share, like, and subscribe. Let your friends know what we're doing here on New Thought Media Network. Until next time. We wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now. On behalf of everyone at New Thought Media Network, thank you for being a member of our virtual family. Your financial contributions help share the New Thought message with people from around the world. Please visit and contribute at www.ntmedia.org forward slash donate. New Thought Media Network. Come be you. And please like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace and blessings.